is Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into World of Extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to forum of every pay-per-view special and ECW and TNN in between. And this week is pay-per-view week as we're looking at November to remember 1999. Myself, Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay. What's happening, Jay? Uh, it's um, back in the time machine, 21 years and 50 weeks, kind of, um, to, to check out to see whether it's a regret we will never forget. Um, and I think that some people may regret some of the decisions they've made on this show. Come on, the heavy hitters. November the 7th, 1999. We're almost there. We're sort of almost like catching up with it. Really yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah, within a couple of weeks. Um, well, it depends on whether we still do like the one week at a time with TNN and, and Hardcore TV. Well, that's true. But we'll find a way. We'll lap them. We always do. Well, you know, we've, we've not got long. We're, 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 what, 14 months, 13 months away from the end of, of ECW? Well, I think that's it. It's sort of at the beginning, you're sort of doing four episodes at a time because it seems like quite a journey. But as you get near the end, you kind of think, I don't mind, like, <laughs> just doing one because I don't want it to end. It's getting too hungry for it's getting too near and I don't like it so it sort of comes this weird um, weird sort of situation didn't it yeah but um, yeah the build up we said last week obviously they mentioned the card about a million times Um, considering some of the builds up I I would say this is probably one of the best builds in the sense of knowing what card we're getting that um, we've, we've had in maybe forever Yep, I'd agree. I'd agree. So, um, and, and not, not a lot of, of movement as well. So, you know, we've we've said before as well about how um, some of the, you know, they don't announce the card uh, was actually that, you know, shit changed and they had to, to, to improvise quite quickly. Um, whereas this one did seem to be a little bit more kind of like static. They, they got kind of the card that they were aiming for. Yeah. So, um, that was that was good. Yeah, this one came from Buffalo, New York, the Burt uh, Flickling Center. I, you know, I, I, I thought it was a, a Mickey take the first time they said it. What do you think the attendance was for this one? I mean, it was it seemed busy and they were rammed. So I'm going to say two and a half thousand. Three thousand. See, this thing, you know, because as much as it's huge and it's busy and it's rammed, I know that they they didn't actually do big numbers. Not really. I think the biggest was eight, I think, wasn't it? I think we spoke before. Yeah. I think, um, but, um, yes, mental. I mean, <coughs> a different time. I mean, you had Nitro and Raw every week pulling in about 20,000, maybe more with like special. And eight million views. Eight million views. So it's kind of like it was kind of sort of hard to um, probably do it. It's very much just sort of a. I think everyone wanted to go to an ECW show, but I think ECW always scared to sort of pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean they were never overly um, bold with their houses, were they? I mean, you know, they they did a little bit of like you know we'll go down to New Orleans for a bit and we'll go over to, but you know, they, they kind of ran the same places 
really. They were they were they were very kind of old territory style with how they ran and and, and thrived on the um the, the, the certain thing with the smaller houses. Yeah, um, you get the noise from it. We can always hear every chant and every. Yeah, I mean, there's something that comes from it, I guess, isn't there? So uh, yeah, absolutely. And and you know they they loved playing the crowds off against each other. You know, yeah. who was the real home of extreme? Who's the real hardcore fans? Is it Philly or is it New York? Um, so you know, they 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 kind of stuck to what they knew, and 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 it was you know this was this was the little engine that could, and also you know at this point they're they're having money problems, so they're not going to stretch themselves. You know, we've got we've well, got yeah, Taz going okay. WWE, which means he's dropped, he's had the checks bounce. Yeah. Um, so you know that that they don't have the, you know, down payment for some of the bigger buildings. Yeah, no, agreed. But um, yeah, it's just interesting. I, I don't know. Obviously, three thousand is still a lot, but I always get surprised with it because I, I, I don't know. In my head, I naturally just felt like every ECW, every ECW show was doing like ten thousand plus. Do you know what I mean? I know it's yeah. silly, but it's just. Well, it's. I mean, I, and I think that's. That's right. I mean, you know, I remember us being both being a little bit surprised when we realised kind of the size of it, um, and I think that's partly because a um, they do a very good job with the blocking to make it feel bigger. Um, yeah. B, um, it's ECW. You know, it's the revolution. It's it's this huge thing, and the fact that they're playing, you know, like Elk Lodge House and all the rest of it is doesn't feel quite right. Um, and see, this is the heyday. This is, you know, wrestling at its absolute pinnacle. Um, so you you would have thought it all kind of had a trickle-down effect. Um, and, you know, this was the third brand. This is the one everyone talked about. This is the one that it was influencing everyone. Everyone was stealing everyone from. So the fact that, you know, it's far smaller feels, you know, off, off, off balance. But part of that's because, you know, they're not playing you know, Des Moines, Iowa, and, you know, uh, you know, all the other kind of silly places. They're not going down to Georgia and Atlanta and, and all the rest of it for all of the reasons we've just said. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it does a very good job of not quite feeling as, as um, small compared to the others as it actually is. But it does explain why people like, you know, Hat Guy are always there because you can be. Yeah, no, massively. And like, like I said, I think it sort of came out there pretty much always, almost gave him the seats in the end because it became sort of a staple of the whole thing. Yeah, and he was um, doing something, knowing knowing the way that they worked and, you know, Baba doing merchandise and Taz doing whatever else and all the rest of it. You know, he, he probably was part of the, um, the, the road team or, you know, something. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, November to remember. Um, Cyrus is in the ring with Styles. He's basically putting down the fans. Joey Styles says it'll be a November to remember. Um, Joel Gertner then comes out, cut his usual style promo. Um, says... Um, He's going to host the event. This leads to Taz coming out. Taz in the ring does a promo saying, why is Joey 
Um, Joey Styles ignoring him. He wants to know where the heat's at. Joey Styles is like, what are you talking about? Me trying to contact you. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, he leaves and he ends up uh, slapping the Taz mission on Joel Gertner. All in all, I think it was a pretty um, solid sort of segment. Started off the show pretty well. Uh, good to see that, you know, Taz is in the arena, gave him that sort of little sort of pop all by himself. And um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, so it establishes for everyone that Taz is the heel in the match that's coming up. Um, yeah. Which, you know, is fine. Um, apologies. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to sneeze as I'm, I'm talking. So I apologize for the coughing and sneezing that might come through on the, the recording. Um, it'd be fun for all of the listeners. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so, you know, you've, you've got hit. You also kind of steal a little bit of the, um, the heat because it means that the crowd have had the opportunity to do the you've sold out chance, kind of get some of that out of their system. Uh, it doesn't clock up the main event in the same sort of way. Um, and for me, the best part of it all was Taz calls out Joey Styles. We called Joey Styles out for a couple of weeks ago um, when Joey Styles was absolutely aghast at the fact that Taz slapped on the Taz mission from behind. Um, <laughs> and Taz kind of calls me like, how do you think I put the Taz mission on? So yeah, yeah no, it was... I, I thought that was, um, I thought that was funny. It was, it was like you said, it was obvious. It's just like, instead of going from behind, let me ask you a question. How do I apply the Taz mission? So, um, no, it was good. Like I said, he got, he got him over. It works well. Taz got his bit. Um, another bit was Cyrus sort of mentioned about the powers that B sort of said to him. And Joel's like, what are you talking about? And he goes, oh, yeah, you'll find out. Or yeah, so definitely the network team in the meetings. He's 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 kind of positioning himself that he's in. Um, you know, aren't you in the meetings? Blah blah blah. Um, there was a memo. Um, so he's kind of doing the, I'm in the bubble thing. Um, whether that was the plan at this point, or whether it was one of those kind of things that you know that that sounds quite interesting, and you know, it kind of well, begins the story. It's either long-term booking type or it was just, you know, sort of insanity. But either way, I thought it was quite, quite well done. Yeah, um, I agree. Go to the ring. Simon's basically there. Does a few more my dick jokes. Oh, yeah. Um, J- Jazz comes out. It was really interesting on this. So we'll get to Jazz in a minute because I've got thoughts. Um, Simon Diamond kind of calls out softly but kind of calls out just the the general homophobic nature of everyone um which was which was kind of weird it was it was quite well done in regards to you know how he did it so yeah it was it was a bit strange hmm. did you want to mention um jazz, jazz? yeah <clears throat> so if you're playing the sports arena at underscore sports arena on Instagram and Twitter, uh, drinking game of take a shot every time we mention that 
you know, a lot of these shows we got watching them as pay-per-views on VHS and DVD when they were released. We didn't watch the series as it went. We watched it afterwards, and, you know, caught up with it and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, half dozen episodes on, on Bravo and the story we've told a thousand times available in the archives. Between that and the message boards and the, 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 the news sites that we were on here, yeah. I bought into the phenomenon that was jazz. You know, this, yeah. this tough as nails woman who was mixing up with the guys and was wrestling, you know, the, the, the guys and blah, 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 blah. So far, I don't get it. She's beaten um, Jason a couple of times. Yeah. She's kind of got slapped around in a few other things. And then she gets absolutely laid out. Her intro was longer than than her match. Yeah, no, I agree. They they'd only just finished putting her over as to you know how how you know incredible and you know phenomenal she is and and you know an absolute kind of you know one in a million kind of performer. And yeah. and then yeah, she she gets laid out. By Realistically, by a jobber, by punchline. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, it's it's the big guy doing the big power move. Yeah, but it's it is it's designed. It, it she's sacrificed just so you can make another joke about his name being Dick, and then use a certain set of words that brings out his brings out the next opponent. Yeah, so basically, does that my giant song. killer. Yeah, I was going to say, then says my giant killer, which brings out Spike Dudley, which leads to Simon Diamond versus Spike Dudley. Um, obviously. Absolutely yeah, obviously. Course. I mean, it wasn't, again, it wasn't an awful match, um, but it was a strange way to semi. I mean, it only went two minutes 59. Spike, unsurprisingly, picked up the win. Uh, I guess... Uh, Hot music, big pop to start off the show. Bring one of the heroes out, give him a victory. Everyone's hot for the show, isn't it? Yeah, um, and it's you know his his taking out the big guy is still an image they like to, you know, they still like the visual of that every single time. Um, and, and you know, it's he does his absolute usual, you know, run in, kick to the balls, acid drop. Uh, you know, it's worked on every single big guy from Mabel to One Man Gang to, to yeah. every other one you can mention. Um, uh, yeah, and, and you know, it's it's a fine throwaway. You've got to start somewhere match. Um, it, it's the beginning of a rolling match into match into match into match thing that I didn't enjoy yeah um so you know you've already had the technically dick hurts versus jazz match yeah you then roll straight into the simon diamond versus um spike dudley match yeah spike then celebrating brings out little guido yeah uh so he runs out and and um the two of them beat up Spike because, you know, we know that they've got heat. Don't they? Um, 
and then running out to make the save, we have Nova. I mean, again, two more people that... I mean, Nova's obviously... If it's Doran in that, I'd come, I guess it would have made more sense, but... Um... Well, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, so we haven't had Nova versus um, Guido. Again, this match only lasts four minutes and 20 seconds. Um, with Guido picking up the win. How do you feel about this? Uh, I mean, it's fine. They're, they're, they're both, you know, entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, uh, Guido's shoot fighting is put over. Uh, you know, and he, he, he knows and has learned the shoot fight style. Um, fine. You know, let's let's try to avoid, you know, real fighting and fake fighting and trying to tell us both of the same. Um, uh, I don't know if you are going to have the innovator of violence and also, you know, you're, you're going to have um, just incredible trying to kind of steal and own the name. Um, I don't know whether you can then claim that... Nova is the true innovator of offense. Um, and I know that, you know, from the time, I know that it was a dig at Canyon who yeah. was, you know, maybe that was kind of the reputation he had. Um, and not specifically Canyon, but there were a lot of wrestlers who seemed to be borrowing Nova's moves quite heavily. Um, you know, and the joke was that, you know, Nova would do it on the, the, the Friday or the Saturday night and within a week you'd see it on the Monday. Um, but, um, you know, calling him the innovator of offense when you've already got the innovator of violence feels kind of derivative, feels like kind of like you're, you're stepping on the toes of, of one of them. Yeah, um, it's almost like making a jab, but you're stepping on the toes of the wrong people because not everyone's going to... Please, not everyone like got their jokes, you know. Yeah. Obviously, they had a lot of the jokes and all that, but they weren't sort of really out there for everyone. In the same way, a couple sort of went over people's heads, and I feel like this this might have been sort of one of them. Yeah. You know, but Nova again, another solid, solid performance. Um, obviously, he didn't win. But he's definitely getting himself in a better position than what he has been. It's, it's, it's sort of a bit of a long thing, and um, but um, yeah, he's he's definitely a nice sort of solid player on the roster at the moment. Um, yeah. Next up, Jerry Lynn versus Tajiri versus. Oh no, no, we're Jeff. not finished yet. Oh yeah. So that's Nova winning. Yeah. Then Doring and Roadkill run out to beat up Nova. Of course, yeah, and then we get the return of your boy. And then Chris Chetty's returned from a broken back. Yeah. Um, they 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 have some great broken back recovery in 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 ECW. Um, two for two now. Yeah, you know, I mean, Chris Chetty obviously a little bit of a wuss because um, Dreamer didn't have to miss any TV with his broken back. No, so the fact that he had to take a couple of weeks off to rest up, um, you know, just shows you. 
Um, but you get the big return of him running out and making the save. And then he gets destroyed. And they break his back again. <laughs> well, yeah, there is, there is that. Although my favourite bit of it was Amish Roadkill pulling the feathers off of Chris Chetty's top um, because it just works with his chickens thing so well. No, it's... Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's so weird because they, they, they almost have tried to do complete opposite of what you expect. Like I said, Chetty coming back, just clean house. That's it, done, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, all he has to do is, you know, he is the Rin they powder. He Stop. can do, you know, a move. You can kick someone in the head if you want. Um, yeah, he's back. Especially given, you know, the, the, the moment of silence we've had for him. Yeah. Um, you know, how awful it was that he was never coming back. This is a miracle. Let's bring him back. Let's do something. Apparently not. But it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's ECW in the sense of within the first like 11 minutes of the show, we've got 15 wrestlers on the card. Yeah, but it's, it was very much of the time though, because that was very much the attitude era, whoever got it from who. Do you know what I mean? It was very much their sort of thing when it was the constant rolling, when someone's still limping, the next match is already coming out. And it was that constant, like, want your attention, let's keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. They were both sort of doing it at the time. So um, I do get that, even though it's confusing and definitely watching it back, you know, wrestling set at a different pace now. But um, yeah. Although the, the, the cuts still are at that level, which is a different thing. But no, yeah. it's a, it, it's that anything that can happen, you know, frenetic energy, isn't it? But um, that's yeah, it. that's, that's you know, all of our undercard wrestlers out and, and given their, their pay-per-view time, very, very quickly. Um, we had a quick Carino promo, basically saying kind of a freeway dance about Tajiri and everything. It was all right. It was it was just more to get him sort of a, a quick promo than anything. The most important major. part of that promo? Was that? Carino's dyed his hair. Yeah. Carino is now peroxide blonde. Yeah, the, the king of old school is 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 coming more and more. Yeah, no, it's um, it's really not that far away now before he starts to really hitting his form. We, you kind of like it's mental to sort of think like how close we are to the end of. Yeah, Don't think about it. Just, you're, you're just going to depress you yourself. You get sad again and then start crying yeah. again. Do half an episode a week. Do um, you think about how close we are to watching Dusty Rhodes versus Steve Greener? Yeah, buzzing for all of that. I can't wait for that. Uh, we do get the triple threat match. Jerry versus Super Crazy versus Jerry Lynn. I, I guess sort of one of the more anticipated sort of matches. It's very much... Um, a build-up for Tajiri, kind of Jerry Lynn was the main sort of thing. And then um, Crazy and that sort of gets involved because why not? Yeah. And um, But yeah, again, no no issue with these three. I mean, you know, you know what you're getting. You know it's going to be solid. You know it's going to be good. So just why not? 
they could have probably broken it up a little bit because it is very sort of similar style matches back to back with a lot of technical. So I would have probably done the Baldies match before this just to set a slightly different pace. But um, yeah, it works really good. I mean, great match. I I I agree um, with swapping the the matches around. Um, partly because I think there's a match that's coming up shortly that that suffers greatly from just how high the energy has been for the first few matches. Um, yeah. Really, um, you know, still you know record pace, running <laughs> kind of thing. Um, you know, they, they tell a good story. So, you know, Super Crazy goes out first and they tell the story that, you know, Jerry Lynn would have loved this because he wanted Tajiri one-on-one and, he you know, he'd, he'd be really kind of, you know, good that he can get his hands on him. Um, they they put over the, the pile driver quite well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it just worked. I mean, you know, Lynn picks up the win. I, I think it's the right win. I, I think he needed the pay-per-view win more than the others. Absolutely. Um, so, again, no issues. I think it's the right decision and, yeah, generally enjoyed the match. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, a good match. So, decent. Definitely worth watching. We then did go into the brawl. So, he basically had the Baldies versus Axel Rotten, Bulls Mahoney and New Jack. Now, I, I found the, the biggest take from this was um, the commentary from Styles saying ECW doesn't really do matches like this anymore. <laughs> this, this is a, a throwback match to 93. Yeah. And 93 is before hardcore TV even started. So 93 would have been like... Eastern. Yeah. Eastern Super Destroyers, and I know he's just plucked out. I know he's not going to sit there and proper work it out, but uh, you know, thinking ECW still does a lot of these sort of style matches. I mean, it's the only style match that that New Jack does. Yeah, um, it just it just felt weird to just full on be like, oh yeah, we don't do this anymore, but here we are all together doing this. Absolutely, it's 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 the random, you know, trying to get over the fact that it was, um, you know, going to be blood and guts, blah blah blah, and not a work rate match, blah blah blah. Fine. Apart from the fact, it's just the most uh, random and bizarre kind of like you know, we once had a reputation for doing these things, and we're. You know, this is a throwback. Once had a reputation for doing these things. Um, yeah, I mean, and as that, you said, you know, that's... 93 was was Super Destroyers, Glenn Osborne, JT Smith, um, you know, Hot, you know, Hot Stuff International. Yeah. You, you could say 95, you know, Crossing the Line, um, Raven and Tommy Dreamer and Gang more in it, you know. You, you probably could get away with 95, but um, 93 is just a little bit of a random pull. Yeah, I mean, he might have just plucked, plucked a, a date out, you know, <laughs> probably sort of 
overthinking it. I mean, it's not a a massive thing. I, I just felt the whole kind of the, the thing just bizarre. It was more the sort of nod back to like, oh, here's a blast from the past. Here's one of those good old-fashioned hardcore matches we used to do. He's like, you're still called like extreme. I mean, don't be wrong. Very work-rate-driven show. You know, but... Yes. Dudley's and everything else, you've still got a lot of lot of this in there. I mean, you can see they are edging away from it. I mean, it's not until you pointed it out, you do kind of look there and think, you are actually really edging away from it a lot more than sort of maybe give you credit for. But, um, yeah, it's still sort of confusing nonetheless. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the match itself is everything they basically promised. It is brawls. It is all around. Um, multiple camera cuts to go to different fights. My biggest sort of hot take from this on a personal note was obviously we watched um, this sort of pay-per-view many years ago without any real sort of context. And I, I never really sort of clicked that um, it was WCWPN news. No. You know, I mean, again, it's, it's nothing sort of major, but um, yeah, obviously, I did know who Jerry did, uh, uh, PN News was from watching um, the WCW and that, and I just never really clicked that it was sort of him involved in this. I thought, I thought that was quite interesting on a on a weird kind of one. No, I'd, I'd agree. Um, now, obviously, obviously. I feel the need to comment on the heinous attack that we saw just a few days ago um, attempting to blind uh, New Jack. Um, You know, we know this is a big deal. We know this is a huge deal because um, Balls Mahoney called him by his real name. And, you know, they only... They only do shooting when when it's it's a big deal. So we know this is a big deal, and the Baldies went too far. Um, yeah. Although it does turn out that they were uh, stapling his eyebrow um, by the look of the tiny plaster that was on New Jack's face. So, you know, this this heinous act that almost blinded, blah, 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 blah. And it's this tiniest um, plaster just above on the eyebrow. Well, yeah. I mean, there is that. I feel that, that Balls Mahoney and, and Axel Rotten owe the Baldies an apology for... For, for the accusations they made about how heinous an attack this was. <laughs> it's character assassination. It's a bit, he's a bit like, look, my very reacts a little bit before his eye was gone. There was blood. We, we didn't kind of see where it was coming from. Everyone was like, I mean, I was over the other side of the ring. I couldn't see what was going on. Um, you know, it was so noisy, I couldn't hear New Jack was saying, out of my eye, brow, and not my eye. 
Doesn't New Jack have an eyebrow piercing? Have I made that up? Uh, this is how he got it. Oh, okay. He, he kept he kept the staple in there afterwards, just to remind himself. <laughs> remind himself what he went of, through of when someone tried to take the streets from him by giving him a piercing. I mean, you should never really try and take the streets from him. It's not. It's not big or clever. <sighs> um, yeah, match. It was a fun match. They, they brought all rounds. They did everything you wanted it to do. Um, it's kind of, this. There's a whole running vibe through this pay per view, which I touch on in a little bit. But um, yeah, basically, they look like you know they're in control. Um, Lutek did a crazy dive as well, which is worth watching if you haven't seen that yeah, alone. Off of the. Um... Basketball hoop. Yeah, I, I thought that even if you've seen nothing else, I think it's worth um, checking out that because that's absolutely outrageous. But um, yeah, so that happens. And um, yeah, Angel ends up stealing the win from New Jack, really. So the Baldies win. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I mean, it, it, it's not my favourite type of match, which is lucky that they, they've stopped doing them since 93. Um, but, um, uh, you know, it's, it's fun for what it is. It doesn't make sense in a few things. Like, for instance, you know, you can see that Balls Mahoney is pretty much just beat down and, and selling, but they don't try to pin him because that's not the finish. Um, yeah, It is always funny with these things, kind of watching the stalling as... New Jack tries to get him to uh, himself into a position where he can throw himself off something through a table. Um, but um, yeah, it was, it was, it was fun for what it was, you know, it was, it was, you know, absolutely fine. Um, Baldy's picking up the win, I think is interesting. Angel pin- pinning New Jack, I think was very interesting. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see how that kind of goes through. I do think Angel was a little bit too cowardly heel at the beginning when New Jack's music hit. Um, I, you know, I, I, I could have done with him being that, that heel that kind of throws his, you know, like Raven, basically. You know, you, you throw the heaters in the way. You sacrifice them kind of thing. Um, yeah. Rather than, you know, his his absolute, you know, begging off and and everything else. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was good. It was all right. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, agreed. I mean, it just sort of it just sort of worked. I mean, I feel like the right team won as well to continue it all. So yeah, it's good. Um, I think this is where Cyrus said about getting word from the office and sort of teased the network. Uh, we get an interview with Sabu, well, Bola Vonzo, really. Uh, of Sabu's friend, Tico, and how he's dedicating the match and the whole pay-per-view to him, which leads up to Chris Candido versus Sabu. How did you feel about the promo? The Bill Alfonso one. Yeah. It's, it's kind of rough because I understand 
like it. I mean, it, there's two separate things in there. It's like from Samu the character, it makes no sense. But from like sort of Sabu like the man, it, it's a nice touch for them to allow him to do that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of this weird like blurred lines sort of situation where you just sort of sit there and think there's absolutely no point, you know, Sabu wouldn't do that. But obviously, you know, if his real life friend did it, it's a nice that allowed him to do it rather than just having the name on his arm and not understanding why. So it's kind of um, a weird kind of situation, isn't it? But I didn't, I didn't mind it in that sense. No, I mean, it's, it, it's an interesting, you know, it's, it's obviously a very different promo from Bill Alfonso. It's very understated. It's very um, calm. It's, it's very, um, it's it's not what we're used to from, you know, the the, the yelling, um, whistleblowing, Fonzie that we're used to. Um, yeah. But it is it, with all of these things. There's this difficulty in the sense that they both are in character and not, and and it struggles with that kind of line because they do zigzag quite drastically. And you bring in a load of stuff that, you know, as a as a group, as a group of friends, as a family, they want to recognise, they want to shout out, they want to speak to. As someone not in that clique, it's kind of additional to what I I need. Um, you know, we've got we'll we'll talk about it. We we probably won't talk about this specific point, but um, RVD's wife gets uh, get well soon. And it's kind of like, well, yeah. that's that's nice, but that's not that's not a wrestling thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of really weird, isn't it? Because it, again, it's it it sounds rough because it sounds sort of like criticism, but it's still. You know, you want to be invested into it all for what it is and it'd be like if modern day you watch the Avengers and halfway through they cut character to say I'm dedicating this final battle to Steve in real life who I know that died over the weekend I'm going to miss you mate and it's, it, it takes it's, it sounds so rough because you almost sort of sound like a, a dick for saying that it shouldn't be done because there's nothing wrong with doing it but it's yeah. sort of it goes against the, the gesture is lovely, but it's not something that the character would do. I, 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 yeah. I mean, you, I don't know if you need Bill Alfonso and Joey Styles talking about this and and you know calling out and all the rest of it. I think you can have him with the 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 name band the name on his armband. And and you know have that as as the the, the thing. Um, there's also an element that you know with the emotion of it, the moment he dedicates the match to his his fallen friend. Yeah, spoiler alert. You you kind of know what's going to happen unless they're going super heel. Um, 
but yeah, it's, and that's the bit. It's just all a little bit too kind of. And, and again, it's 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 ECW in the sense of you know, this is real, and you know you've you've blinded Jerome, and that's not on, and this is real, and you know this is this is little Guido who who can shoot fight, and this is real, and all of this is real. Um, however, actually, we'd also like to really say, uh, you know, our condolences to Tico's family. Anyway, now this is real. It's all a little yeah, bit kind of, of um, and that's sort of it. And like I said it's hard because yeah, but um, it was a nice promo, regardless. It was, and and I I really enjoyed seeing Fonzie do something other than his usual. Um, I thought well, he yeah. delivered it very very well. Agreed. And a, a good tie to his character as well. And a good tie to him as a person and everything. It was nice to sort of... Like I said, you know, obviously you knew who was going to win. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a nice touch. It obviously meant a lot for him for him to do it and us to do it. And it was cool they let him do it, really. Yeah. Um, the match itself, like I said, given a lot of time, this match, 17 minutes. Um yeah, a good match. I mean, I know you had a few commentary issues because they spoke about Candido's amazing return to the company. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I um, they put Candido over. Now, Candido coming out for this match looks amazing. Uh, he looks in great shape. He looked really, really kind of focused. Um, He's incredible. Um, I do think that, you know, Tammy Linsich joining ECW was was not a great thing for him. Um, but no, he looked incredible. Um, the One of the problems I had was they, Joey Styles talked about, you know, this, this incredible return and, and record that he's had coming back and, you know, Never looked better, and I'm kind of sitting there going, "Has has has he actually won a match since returning?" Because I don't think we've seen him win a match. So, where are these? Where are these matches that he's he's you know just destroying people in? Um, and then. We get to the end, and there's a conversation about how he could challenge for any single title. He could be an effective challenger for any single title. And I know this isn't, you know, AEW with the rankings and all the rest of it. But again, he's not won anything. He's not won against anyone. So what's the criteria that he can walk into any title match for any championship he wants? Yeah. All just I mean, quite strange. It is strange. I mean, you, you're not wrong, but it is just, um, it is strange. But the match itself is, you know, it is a really enjoyable match. Sabu wins, rightfully so. Uh, just in general, probably, but um, enjoyable match. Um, promo from Judge Jeff Jones, uh, basically big up Mike Awesome and get ready for that match, which will be coming up shortly. We didn't get a, a scene. Mike Awesome spoke. Supposed... He did speak, yeah. I mean, he didn't say much, but... It's enough. Baby steps, isn't it? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we see a clip we weren't supposed to see, but we've shown it. Basically, Louis dangerously turning up, but everyone thinking that it's um, Paul Heyman. So he's basically saying, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Francine and Jazz getting confused, thinking they're fired, not knowing why. And it turns around, it's Louis dangerously and security, just like your mental get out. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Masato Tanaka versus Mike Olsen for the ECW heavyweight title. These two don't have boring matches. No. Absolutely amazing match. Loads of near falls, loads of chair shots, which now you sort of change to loads of unnecessary chair shots. But it was part of the match, part of what they did. Um, frog splashes, plenty of power bombs. The finish came with an awesome bomb from the top rope for Mike Awesome to get the win. Really, really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, you know, so the story that they they were, were telling was that um, uh, Awesome and Tanaka have traded victories. And, you know, we've seen that ourselves. Um yeah. Awesome has never been able to, in his career, he has never been able to beat Tanaka in singles matches back-to-back. And that's what they're up against. You know, that's the thing. This is, is, you know, is he ever going to break that streak of, you know, you can win one, but you lose straight the next one. Um, And uh, Tanaka is doing everything he has. He's basically, he's got three weapons to put um, Awesome down. uh, And if he can hit them, then that should be it. Um, and the one he's trying to build to is the big roaring elbow. You know, he hits a couple of quick ones, but this is the big one to try and put him down. Uh, he's done the diamond dust. He's, he's done the, the splash. He's tried everything he can. And is this the one that's going to put him down and also manages to kind of avoid, save, and, you know, break the the, the cycle. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, you know, it's as you said, they don't have bad matches um i think this is one of the better ones they've had um uh you know and and we we kind of have said all the way through watching these two wrestle like "Eh, yeah but you know we know they go on to have better matches this is one of the better matches they have this is probably number one or two of my favorite of the matches between the two of them yeah no yeah 100 what you said i mean it's just um yeah, really good, enjoyable match. Definitely um, worth hunting out. And that jumps us straight into Taz versus RVD for the TV uh, title. Um, I can't lie, this, this is a better match than what I remembered. Yep, yep. That I will say. Um, probably more time than I thought they'd get. What? How did you find it all? I thought it was good. Um, I thought that um, they were they were you know started by telling quite a good story in regards to you know really laying on Taz actually being a very good map based technical wrestler yeah um, uh, you know not just the brawler and not just kind of the the the, the heavy hitter um, you know a lot of um, build up you know we we always thought we were going to get this match but we assumed it was going to be for the the world heavyweight championship um uh you know it's it's it 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 was a it was a good match it 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 felt a little bit disappointing that we got it at this point 
Um, that's, Joe, that's literally my notes. Where um, I just put the end. Shame it happened like this. Yeah, honestly, and... how I felt it's just like this could have been. This was such a marquee feud and such a massive main event for them. I mean, it really was, and it's such a shame. I mean, it's good they still got to push it through, but it's such a shame they had to push it through like this. It really yeah. was. Um, because uh, you know, I, 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 I don't feel that the you know. Oh, and he could leap with the belt, and that would be embarrassing. And he'd hand it over to my old boss, and my old boss would love that. That—that's all very cool. Except you've just played all of that out with, for me with the Dudleys, literally two months ago, six weeks yeah. ago. So I'm not, you know, that's that's not quite in the same remit for me. And also, you know, to be honest. I don't know if I have sympathy for you if he wins your title and walks off in the sense that you've booked him in that match. It was different with the Dudleys. But, you know, it's kind of, you know, everyone's acknowledging that they know he's out of here. Yeah. So, yeah, it it it, it was it was it was a very good match. Um, uh, he put over RVD clean, um, you know, sold the, the, the frog splash. Um, yeah. Yeah, just that really, wasn't it? So obviously you'd pick it up. It was it was the right result at this time. Um, yeah, just to show it happened so late, but still enjoyable match. Better than what I remembered, I'll say yes. that. Yes. Yes. And and one of the best better Taz matches we've seen in in a while, I think. Probably the best one we've seen since he became champion. Um, you know. He, he he didn't have the greatest level of matches or opponents during his uh, his title run. Yeah, agreed. And uh, again, even more reason why it was a shame this never um, sort of turned or something into a else. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, good all the same. And that leads us to the main event: Rhino and the Impact players, just incredible Lunstorm versus Raven, Dreamer, and the Sandman. Um, fun match, very much. New school, old school vibe going on with this. Yeah. Which I said is what what I talked about earlier on. Very much a theme running through, you know, some of the the big hitters are very much um, trying to get over the new school by sort of defeating some of the old school. Yes. So, um, um, this match had a lot of potential, but. It was massively rushed. They were only given about nine minutes. And it's hard to get any kind of match nine minutes, especially a six-man with so much going on. So Rhino, obviously, got his chance to um, probably be highlighted the best we've seen him. Very much yep. belongs. When before he's been sort of a, a bit kind of guy, a bit inconsistent, he really belongs. And you sort of feel like this guy, you know, if you stand in front of him, he's going to cut through you, which was... Um, Really impressive. Impact players, again, continue their growth. They massively belong. And it it felt like, I, I felt all of them needed this. They needed, you know, to take on the sort of the ECW legends, beat them, and then get to that next level. I thought it was an important win for them. Really enjoyable match. Um, Sandman, obviously, big evasion, using the cane. 
got quite a lot of time, probably highlighted more than some of the others, just purely because it's his return match. Um, but did pick up the loss. Yeah, but done in a way that I think makes sense. So, you know, yeah. it, it was Raven's fuckery, basically. Uh, yeah. Technical terms. Um, I think that was okay. Um, uh, that kind of just, um, you know, undid them. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I completely agree with you about Rhino. He looked, you know, they, they kind of, you know, made him unrepentantly bullish in the in the face of three ECW legends. Yeah. You know, there was no respect. He did not give a fuck who was across the ring from him. Um, didn't back down. You know, it was, was really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's, um, you know, I think it was a good match. I think it worked quite well. It did feel a little bit rushed, um, especially after we get the, the the standard ridiculously long Sandman entrance, yeah. which had some weird things going on with the dub because you know they had the the, the music coming through now and again as well for reasons. Yeah, I had that with um, oh, I can't remember who the other one was. There was another one that had the same sort of thing. I just thought, oh well, I mean Raven. Yeah, oh, I mean. So Tommy Dreamers sounded very much man in the box e more than yeah. his usual mix. Um, but yeah, so it's it was a very it was a very odd kind of um, pace on on it because of you know the the long 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 entrance and then what felt like a fairly rushed match. Uh, I don't know where the stuff was overrunning and they had to make sure they were off satellite in time. Um, but yeah, it was it was um, it it was all right. It was it was it was fairly fun. As I said, it kind of you know just kept the storyline going. And I suppose this is one of my issues in regards to you know this is their WrestleMania, this is their main event, and it kind of doesn't. It just keeps all of the storylines that are wrapped up in it just tr- tracking on. Yeah, uh, agreed. You sort of. With the exception of um, sort of stupid things like um, Taz, for obvious reasons, a lot of them you can sort of see the feuds coming out of it, and it's very much the feuds going into it. Yeah. So, um, but overall, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, I did enjoy the cards. I did enjoy a lot of the matches. <laughs> um, few questionable bits, but overall, I, I did really enjoy the, the show as a whole. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think that um, I, I think it was. Um, I can't say it was a great card, but it was. It had a lot of good matches on it, um, and they were all enjoyable in their own right. It just it, it, I, I would have liked something a little bit more final. Bearing in mind it's their big show, but you know, all yeah. of the matches were were good and will continue to be good. Um, you know, with the exception of Taz, um, for reasons that aren't creative. Um, yeah. You know, we know we're probably going to see variations of all of this um, 
on the next few TVs. Definitely. Um, what is your match of the week? Um, there are some really good contenders this for this, as you'd expect from a pay-per-view. Um, I am, however, going to go with um, Awesome Tanaka, I think. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've threatened it on a few ones and just, you know, kept saying that, you know, they're a great match and great chemistry, but they've had better. Um, this for me was, was a really, really good match. Um, I, th- I thought they did really, really well. Um, interesting that, you know, they, they got the least amount of time out of the three championship matches and they were third lowest on the card from the three. Um, yeah. so you're not really kind of positioning your heavyweight champion as your big thing. Um, but you know, this, this entire card was, I think, difficult to kind of, um, space, uh, and, you know, as, as we were talking about, you know, I, I think that the Candido and Sabu match really struggled from its placement because it felt like the crowd were a bit flattened and out of, they were, they were really, really quiet. A lot of that. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought, um, awesome and Tanaka were, um, awesome. And Tanaka. Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, in any show those two on, it's hard not to pick them because they just don't have shit matches, basically. No. Simple as that. Um, you can get involved in the conversation out in the Swirl Sports Arena on Twitter or Instagram. It is that easy to find us. Um, please, obviously, share, get other people involved, but make sure you're using hashtag ECW. Um, tag us in posts whether you're making custom figures you remember like you found photos from ECW t-shirts posters or just want a general chat and miss the days of extreme get involved with us because we love to talk about it so and um, yeah we're going to be back next week to find out the fallout from November to remember 1999 and see what's happening it's going to be pretty exciting isn't it it's going to be we may have seen the last of Taz, or we might get to see him on on a little bit more, but that's probably the end of another era. Yeah, we might have a one more awesome match. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe that. at some time. Who knows? <laughs> right, this is it, isn't it? This is the moment. You ready for this? No. To close it out, you've got to do your bit. I don't want to. It's it's getting close to the end. No, but you got to do it. Fine, only because you've asked so nicely. Um, just like RVD on this pay per view, Mister Pay Per View, that was the whole fucking show. <laughs>